0: What's up, y'all? Thank you so much for bearing with me. I am feeling a lot better. I am taking care of myself. Y'all, just to lean on the side of caution, I just want to put this out there that if you don't have to be out, please stay home. But still, we have to take care of our bodies and we have to heed to the warnings, y'all. So please do us all a favor. Do yourself a favor, sis. Stay home and take care of your body. And honestly, this message today is really timely because it's about self care, and truly, this was what I needed: was to take a couple days off and do absolutely nothing. And I feel so much better, y'all. So thank y'all again for bearing with me. As y'all know, this is the season wrap up, so there won't be a show next week, and I will be. Um, active on social media with you guys in the communities but I won't be posting a podcast um if you would like to stay in touch with me I'm going to drop a, a link for you guys to get on the email subscription list there are also and this will all be in the same link the link tree link in the show notes um for you guys to join us in the Facebook group as well as the band group which is strictly for single mothers so I love you guys I hope you enjoy the show to another episode of the My Sister's Glow podcast. This episode is so special to me because somebody who is very near and dear to my heart is on the episode. This is our first guest, you guys. So we are finishing out the season in a wonderful, bloomingly beautiful way. Uh, So today's guest is Miss Ari Smith. Ari is one of my podcast retreat sisters, and Ari has a podcast um, that I will, it's called uh, Let's Bloom Together, and I'm going to put it in the show notes for you guys, but uh, Ari talks about self-care, but she talks about it in such a way that really is just so much deeper than the superficial self-care that we see everywhere on social media. So I wanted to end the season with Ari teaching us how we can take care of ourselves because we won't be interacting here on the podcast for a few weeks. And Ari is going to really help guide that for us. And I will also have her contact information in the show notes in case you guys want to reach out to her um, as well. So everybody, please welcome Ari.
1: Hey, y'all. Thank you so, so, so much, Elisha's. Such a sweet introduction.
0: (laughs) It was from my heart, sis. It was truly from my heart.
1: I can tell. I felt it.
0: (laughs) Okay. So um, I want to ask you a question. Um, I said in the introduction about, you know, self-care being such a superficial trend right now, and it's really highly overused. But how do you define self-care through Bloom?
1: Okay. So self-care, by definition, the way God gave it to me is an introspective and continuous journey of learning and relearning who you are wholly and then finding the best ways of preserving and fulfilling who you are in every way. So it can be classified as, um, Anything that opens you up in a healthy way. And I think it's also important to note that there are seven areas, eight, eight areas of our lives where self-care should be implemented. Um, So there is physical self-care, mental, emotional, social, financial, and occupational. And then last but not least, spiritual self-care, which uh, whether we realize it or not, our spiritual state is connected to every one of these other areas in our lives. So... When you look at self-care that way, it really um, makes it more specific and more um, intentional than what we're used to it being. Like you said, self-care being like going on girl's trips or um, buying yourself something or even like something as nice as a bubble bath is fantastic. But um, when you give self-care a purpose, it kind of eliminates those things. You know what I mean? And so um, that's the way that God gave it to me.
0: I like that. I I really like the, uh, first of all, thank you for breaking that down because, um, you know, I didn't even realize that self-care was like, I knew it was deeper because obviously I listened to your podcast, but realizing that it is more than just like taking care of yourself and doing something special for yourself, which when you really hit those eight components, you are taking care of yourself.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: yeah it may not feel as good as uh going on a exactly. trip to Dubai or <laughs> or something like that it's necessary
1: yeah absolutely yeah I mean like there's treating yourself and then there's caring for yourself and I think sometimes we kind of blended the two um just because I think honestly that um the enemy does not want us to properly be taken care of obviously so um it it, you know without anyone being in that arena it's left a lot of room for people to just kind of come in and define it in any way that they want and so it's like well self-care to me is this self-care to me is this but are you taking care of yourself yes or no you know what I mean and so that kind of just like makes it more powerful and makes it more intentional because it was kind of posed to me at one point, you know, maybe, you know, if you want to do the podcast, you should change it. You change the words and not use self-care because it's so like overused, like you said, and it is. But I feel, I prayed about that and I really strongly feel like God's calling me to redefine it. And so if I have to spend the rest of my life redefining it and explaining what it means the Bloom way, then I'll do that because self-care is It's self care, like you're taking care of yourself. There's no other way to say it. And it's not just for any specific group of people, it's for everyone. I know just that, you know, I was specifically called to um, the family. And so, um, you know, teaching moms how to self care so that they can teach their children how to self care, or teaching wives to self care so they can teach their husbands how to self care, and just teaching you know taking care of themselves and watching that break generational curses and relational breakdowns like ripple effect you know what i mean so um i you know i had to keep it the way it was because no oh, god was like no this is what i yeah, gave you and it's it. so
0: good because like self-care and that's actually one of the questions that i was going to ask is because from the perspective of a mother um a lot of my listeners are mm-hmm. if, if not all their moms um we have a nice amount of single moms, as well as moms who are married, as well as moms who are, you know, spiritual mothers, either way, they're in some mothering capacity. And because the world Mm -hmm. has made self-care look like such a superficial thing, a lot of moms feel like it's selfish Mm -hmm. just to, you know, take care of themselves. So how can we as moms look at self-care differently? So we're not feeling guilty Will we take a minute for
1: ourselves? Uh, That's a really, really, really good question. And I struggled with that at first. I struggled with answering questions like that because it's like I felt it. Like I really, really felt it. But the more I walked in my journey and shared in my journey, I realized that um, we look at selfish as a bad thing. I think there's a fine line between – Saying, I'm doing this for myself and I don't care anything about anybody else. And saying, I'm doing this for myself, but it's really so that I can be better for you. You know what I mean? And so it's like, when you look at it like that, it's self-preservation. And so it's like, okay, if you want to label that as selfish, then yes, it is healthy to be self. There's a healthy selfishness and there's an unhealthy selfishness. But... Honestly, like the way, you know, the more I thought about it and prayed about it, it's like I'm really being selfish by pouring out so, so much to the point that I'm on E and I'm giving you toxicity now. I'm giving you a frustration now because I'm moving out of frustration and I'm moving out of just being empty versus moving out of a healthy place, a whole place, and then giving you health and whole. Wholeness um, and pouring beauty back into my home and into my family. Um, so, if we have to, you know, specify that and redefine what does um, even selfishness mean in your life, and realize that what we do as moms, we're we're making ourselves better, we're pointing to ourselves, and becoming whole for our children. So. You know, if I need to take this moment, I need to take this moment. And this is actually for you. Even though I'm not immediately serving you right now, it will make a difference. And so we have to look at it from that perspective.
0: Wow, sis, that is so good. And like, I'm over here taking notes, too, because listen, we grow together on this podcast. okay? right. But when you said about pouring out on empty and that being toxic. (laughs) baby girl that hit home for me
1: Mm, me too girl
0: (laughs) yes and in full transparency like how many times do I have to reflect and think about how much time I'm spending just running on empty and then I'm being like snappy with the kids right so because of that That's producing unhealthy habits in my household. I'm so busy racing against this to-do list, racing against this checklist. I got to get this done. I got to get that done. I'm grinding, grinding, grinding. But at the end of the day, I'm neglecting taking care of myself. So now when my kids need me, I don't have nothing to give to them. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it's time out for that. We have to stop with this nonsense idea of, just grinding and having nothing left to give
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and and I'm I'm guilty of that I have to be honest I tell my moms all the time on the show that they have to take time for themselves they have to take take care of themselves but listen I run myself in the ground all the time so with everything that's going on now you know it's like My anxiety has been higher. You know, I've been in my head more and I've not taken time for me. And it's really impacted my kids negatively. I can say that. Right. And, you know, it's not okay. But I mean, like I'm snappy and everything. And like, honestly, I've like give my time to things that make no nonsense. But I have not been truly giving my time to God like I'm supposed to. And then I get on here and I got to put my hands in everything
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And now I'm wondering why I'm empty Well God is like you ain't spend no time with me Mm -hmm. So yes You definitely are are talking right with that And I hope that mothers are listening to this And they are really taking time that they need For themselves so they can continue to give to their kids
1: Right That's it
0: And even then sis We have to take a step back and look at Why we are doing Things that way like, what, what are we racing against? Like, are we really following God's will for our lives? Are we really listening to God for what he wants for us to do for our children? Are we consulting with God before we spend our money? Are we saying, God, is this the decision I should make? It Should I be up at this time? What should I be doing? Are we really going to the source that gives us the strength that we need before we start our day and we're doing all this madness? That's it. Oh, sis, you were telling us earlier in the interview that there were different aspects of self care, and we'll get to that later. Mm
1: -hmm. Yes.
0: Um. But when moms are feeling stressed in the moment, they are highly, you know, anxious. They feel like they're being overwhelmed. They're being, you know, pulled in too many different directions. What is it that you suggest, as a self care expert, that moms can do in that very moment to recharge themselves? when they're feeling like they're running on empty?
1: In the moment, for me, um, I had to pull into spiritual self-care first because as I stated before, spiritual self-care in our spiritual state touches every other aspect of our lives, whether we realize it or not. So when I get in contact with God in that moment, I'm like, Lord, this is how I feel. And you have to really take a very honest approach and how you're feeling and what is going on whether it's a mistake that you made whether you're just being hard on yourself or whether you feel like you're overwhelmed or like you're going crazy just because it's like a million things going through your mind and your heart and feeling all these different emotions whatever it is take that moment and say you know what the kids will be all right for a moment. Uh, the fool, if it burn, it burn. Like if it don't, it don't. Whatever I got to do, I need to stop and pray because I feel like I'm losing it. Okay. And so in that moment, you take it to God, whatever it is, and then seek him on what your next move should be. And you'll know, I mean, it doesn't really take long. I know, you know, when people say that, it's like, okay, well, I'm asking for what to do in the moment, literally in that moment, because we are his daughters and he loves us. He will let us know. And there are some things that we know we just have kind of like covered up in our minds. But when you take that moment to just like clear it all out, give it all to God, you'll get that clarity that you need to say, you know what, this is the area I'm lacking in. This is the area. So although it feels like it's a million different things, it's really this and this. Okay. And now I can think clearly to see what it is that I need. And you can move accordingly. So in that moment, I would suggest taking um, taking a minute to just be retrospective and open with God and say, you know, I'm thinking about my day and I'm, I see this is where this went wrong and this is where that went wrong. And this really dates back to last week or last year. And now it's coming up and I need your help. Just pour it out and get it out of you. And then it'll give you the clarity that you need for the next right step.
0: Oh, I like that, sis. The next right step. That gives me so much hope and just hearing it that way because it lets us know that we don't have to have it all figured out. We don't. Mm -hmm. We just need to know the next uh, step. And thank you for breaking down the practicality of... Uh, not only self-care, but going to the Father with self-care. I feel like so many times people feel like they are unqualified or unworthy to just stop and pray right where they are because maybe they committed whatever sin they feel like, you know, somehow that they are now unqualified to go to God. And that's not true. We can go to the Father At any point, even in our motherhood, Mm -hmm. so one of the things that we have to dismantle is that mindset of that we can't, that we're unqualified, and that it can't be easy because it can be. That's all. Okay. Yes. So um, I also wanted to um, add on and say that I wanted to speak to every mother that's on the side of my voice and say that any shame or guilt. I'm gonna speak especially to single mothers because you know that's just i've lived with this before so i'm gonna just speak to this right now because i know it's for somebody else yes but that shame and guilt that you have behind being a single mom Mm -hmm. behind feeling like you're unworthy or you've done something wrong (laughs) we are dismantling that right now in the name of jesus nothing can separate you from the love of god as a matter of fact read romans 8 y'all for real Mm-hmm. because it's good and it speaks to us about how God's love will never leave us yep it talks about how nothing in this world can separate us from God and I know that might seem like a little course, but for real y'all I know this is about self-care but we can't have self-care without loving and caring the one who cares for us the most So I ain't going to preach on here, y'all, but I just I had to get that out my system. Self-care could be oh so easy, y'all. And if we start with our spirituality, everything else is going to fall into place, including our motherhood. That's it. So um, my next question, we already kind of touched on, but um, if you don't mind expounding on it a little bit more, for mom's emotional, mental, and spiritual needs, what are some things that they can do self-care-wise to um, take care of those areas?
1: Sure. Um, So I do, you know, first of all, I do believe that uh, going to God, especially because in the moment, it just can be like, like we said, really hectic. Um, but if you need more, um, another practical way to do it, if you have the time, cause if you don't have the time, just pray girl and anyway, it'll be fine. But, um, if you do have the time to really break it down, I would say that the burst, the best, whoa. <laughs> The best first step would be to um, really like if you have time to write it down, write it down, because that really ma- it makes things easier for me to see it on paper. And I feel like I'm not the only person that feels that way. Um, take the time to really like break down. Take each in- 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 Why do I keep stuttering?
0: Girl, it Is Okay.
1: <laughs> take inventory of each area that you feel like you're lacking in um and then once you can take inventory of each area like okay well, when it comes to like physical self-care I feel like I'm being super lazy I feel like I'm eating the wrong stuff I'm not getting enough water like I might even be anemic like write it all down um emotional you know maybe my relationship with my boyfriend ain't going that well like I feel like I'm not hurt or, you know, my family is toxic. Like whatever it is, in each different area of your life, write down wherever you feel like you're lacking. Write down why you feel that you're lacking. And then write down what the barriers, what you think the barriers are that are keeping you from changing those things. And then, if you have time to really like pray over that, no, you will have time, pray over that list. And I believe that God will give you strategy, wisdom, opportunities, open doors, whatever, in order for you to make that happen for you so that you can be in a better position to live life better.
0: That's so good, sis. That's so, so good. Taking inventory is necessary and asking God for strategy. (laughs) is truly truly important and I think that's why as sometimes as moms we miss the mark because I know we said this earlier but it keeps coming back we're not asking God for strategy you know Mm -hmm. and then we're complaining when things don't work out Mm -hmm. but you know that's just how we do but also when you're taking this inventory and you're asking God for strategy sis be prepared to hear opposite of what you want Cause that may not always be the case, but when we taking this inventory and we taking it back to God, we need to be prepared to listen. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, um, yeah, that's so good, Ari. So, so good. Right. Yeah. And I just really want to emphasize that I want every mom to live her best life, but says you have to hand your life over to the one that's in charge. So that way you ain't struggling.
1: Yep. Yep, and sometimes we over, we over um overthink when God is speaking to us. Cause I know, like for me, the old church that I was at, I was taught basically like God don't really talk to people like that. It ain't every day that he's talking to people and he talks to his prophets and the leaders and that's it. No, he will talk to you. We are in relationship with him. That's why Jesus came. So if anybody told you that, I don't know why I'm on this, but if anybody told you that, that's a lie, okay? god will talk to you and you'll know that it's him because a lot of times well that's for me i realized that things were coming from god when that stuff like i knew for a fact i would not have come up with on my own especially not in the time frame that it came like i would have to be brainstorming for weeks to get the ideas that god gave me and he would just give them to me freely So take that mindset into your prayer closet. When you are talking to God, wherever you are, know that um, he is speaking. So be open to hearing. What it is. And sometimes it's like just like a thought coming across your mind. And sometimes it won't exactly be a voice, you know, necessarily that you hear. So don't overthink what it's going to sound like, what it's going to look like. It might just be something that somebody does. And it'll just spring an idea in your mind. Like, be open to what, like she said, what it'll look like and what he's going to say. Is not always gonna be what you want to hear. I just experienced that last night, and we was just talking about that before we hit record. I didn't want him to tell me to take a back seat, or to sit down, or to calm down, or to slow down on something that I was passionate about. But it was necessary, and I knew that that wasn't me. You know, I wouldn't tell myself that. So be open to what he's gonna say, just like she said. For sure, you are one hundred percent right.
0: Alright, so shifting gears a little bit um, You know, on this show, I've talked to my moms a lot about dealing with um, trauma and their emotional state And, you know, we had a whole series, a whole trauma series called Flu Season on that And even in doing this episode, we're talking about self-care But we're also challenging mothers to take inventory And um, we know that bringing up some of that stuff can cause Uh, some really strong and big feelings. So um, in your opinion, while our mothers are taking this journey of healing, how can, what are some practical things that they can do to take care of themselves? Because while they're still healing, they have to still be mom. They still have to show up for work, school, whatever else they're doing. um, And they're going to take on this emotional journey. So what are some things that you feel like moms can do to take care of themselves during that time? And I feel like this is so important because trauma, trauma can be contagious. If we are not careful, we'll pass it right down to our kids.
1: One word for you, grace. You have to give yourself grace. Oh my gosh. That is not easy to uproot weeds in your life. Oh, I loved how you said how contagious trauma is. It. Oh, my gosh. I mean, like, there are literally, um, like, dandelions. This is what's coming to my mind. Dandelions. We, you know, they're little fluffy, little flower-looking things, but they're really weeds. And when the wind blows, all those little fluffs are really seeds for more weeds to be spread. And that's exactly the way it is. It don't take nothing. All you have to do is breathe on a dandelion and it's going to spread weed seeds everywhere. It's that simple. And so it's it's tough though, because it's like you're the one that has experienced it and you're the vessel for it until you have completely healed. But in the process of that, it's not going to be easy. And so one of the things that we have to do is really give ourselves so, so, so much grace. And this is something I'm still learning. And I like to make it very transparent on my show. We're journeying together. So I'm teaching you stuff that I'm still learning or I just learned it like last week. So it's not, you know, I'm speaking from any type of pedestal or whatsoever at all. Give yourself some grace. God is not looking at us as harsh as we are looking at ourselves. And it's not your fault what happened to you. So it's not your fault that it's going to follow you everywhere you go until you're healed. Your children are going to give you grace. They love you anyway. I can yell and snap at my children and they're not going to just never come back around me. They are right back in my face like 10 and 15 minutes later, if that. So if everybody else around you is giving you grace the ones that love you, then you have to take that as a sign. Just like we take some of the negative things that happen as a sign, take that as a sign that I deserve grace. If I didn't, Christ would have never came and died for me. And he did. And I cannot take that from him. I don't have the authority, period. I deserve grace. You deserve grace. So give it to yourself. If you need to go through scriptures and look up, you know, Google scriptures on grace, Google scriptures on the love of God and like, and just pour that into yourself as you're going through this process with the, you know, when you look at it as oh, how do I do this practically read it every day. Anytime you feel like you're, you've been hurting yourself today, or you've been on yourself in this moment, take a moment, stop right there. Go to your little notepad in your phone where all your little scriptures on grace and read them out loud, period. Just pour it back into yourself and give yourself some grace because you deserve it. You deserve it, sis.
0: Wow, this session has been amazing. So sis, I'm sure the listeners are probably wondering, but um, is there any way that if they need further help that they could reach out to you for your services?
1: Okay, well, I have... I do offer self-care consultations. So if you um, go to my website, which I'm sure that Elisha is going to put in the show notes, um, if you go to my website, you can sign up for self-care sessions. And as a self-care coach, I can help you to strategize how to um, make practical steps in the areas that you particularly need
0: awesome awesome
1: awesome
0: well guys i will put ari's information in the show notes so you don't have to be stressed about trying to remember any of it or anything like that um but ari thank you so much for being a part of today's show and wrapping up season one with us um it has truly been a pleasure
1: thank you for having me
0: All right, y'all, that's a wrap for season one. I appreciate y'all so much for hanging in there with me, being so patient with me every week, listening to me just run my mouth. (laughs) But if you guys want to stay in contact, remember to follow me on Instagram. I am on Facebook and I have an intimate settings group for single mothers only. All of this information will be in the show notes. We won't be back next week, but follow me on social media, guys. And I promise that I will keep you guys up to date of when we'll be relaunching season two. So until next time, y'all stay safe. Please stay in the house, y'all. It's dangerous out in these streets right now. We stay prayed up, but we got to listen to the laws of the land, y'all. So please stay in the house. I love y'all. Peace.